I'm Kylie, founder of Akanel Expeditions, the best adventure travel company that you've never heard of. This is a 35,000 feet podcast where we interview interesting people doing interesting things in interesting places. From the next big CEO to coaches of your favorite teams to everyone in between, we've got stories to tell. Let's jump in. Hi guys, welcome back. It's Morgan. Today I'm sitting down with coach Melissa and thanks so much for joining us, Melissa. Hi, no, I'm glad to be here. Um, it's super exciting for this opportunity and you know, for me to share my story and, and chat with you. So I'm excited. I know, we're excited to have you. Well, I guess just to dive in and get to know you a little bit more, how did you get to be a coach? Mine is like a little bit of a different journey. I know some people were, you know, during their college experience, they're like, this is what I want to do. I want to get right into coaching. Um, I kind of had that mentality of like the rule following. Okay, I got my degree in graphic design. Now I have to get a job in graphic design and because that's what I got the degree in and that's what I'm supposed to do and so forth. And um, right after I graduated college in 09, I got a job at a boarding school um, to coach high school basketball. And it was local from where I grew up. And I was like, okay, let me just do this until I can, you know, get that graphic design job. And then I just loved it. And um, after, after two years there is when I was like, let me try the college level. I, I, I still talk to all these college coaches. And if I, if I don't have the patience at this point for high school, <laughs> I, was a little, I, was, I was very young at the time. And, you know, you just, when you come from playing from such a good program to the high school level, it was an adjustment for sure. I got a job about uh, in Arlington, Virginia. I originally am from Philly. So I up oh. and rooted myself for that coaching job at Marymount. And it only paid $2,000, but it was a way to get my foot in the door. And I was like, I'll figure it out. I'll move, I'll figure it out. And it's my foot in the door. And I figured it out. Oh my gosh. I love, I love hearing journeys, you know, like yes. how you got somewhere. <laughs> so I guess what's been one of your like favorite parts of coaching? Oh, the mentorship, a hundred percent. You know, I still talk to a ton of players that I've coached from all different universities I've worked at. And I, I think the, it, it, it's the mentorship and knowing you know, that it's not just for however many years you're there or the athletes there. It's, it's about after. It's about what they want to do after. Um, and it's to make them, you know, the best that they can be without even, you know, they, they think that they know everything at that age. And it's just trying to get them to be vulnerable and to understand that it's okay to be uncomfortable and get them out of their shell and, you know, hopefully you know, mentor them into who they're going to be after college. That's, that's my absolute favorite part. I can tell that you're a good coach because you care about that, you know, like not just athletes, but like people that'll go out into the world and make a difference. Thank you. Thank you. I'm trying to do as much as I can. And, and Fairleigh Dickinson has given me that opportunity. Um, I started a leadership academy at FDU and um, I am a one, one team facilitator. And that is a, um, I facilitate other athletic programs, uh, athletic departments around the country um, in how to make their athletic department more inclusive to the LGBTQ community. Yeah. And um, it's things like that that um, make me want to do more for the student athletes and for other departments that aren't even the ones that I work at. And I think that that is where I just like hit the ground running. I'm only at the starting point and I just want to continue to do more now because of that oh that's awesome no and you'll continue to and you can tell that you have that passion for it and so it's it's fun to hear like the passion you have for this industry you know 
thank you. Thank you. Yes, no, for sure. And so you've been coaching at Fairlife for how long? This is, I just wrapped up my second season. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Oh. So can you tell us about this, the current season? Yeah, um, it was a little bit on the rough side in the beginning, especially having the mindset of relying heavily on freshmen, especially. Uh, we should have saw it come in but I don't ever have that mindset. I just always want to be (laughs) really good. So it was, it was, it was really rough in the beginning. And then when we came to conference play the second time around, we just started really rocking people's boats and, um, you know, losing to a team in conference the first time around by 40 to then taking them into overtime. The second time, it's just like, from then on, we just never looked back and we, we, we grew a lot. It, by the end of the year. And um, I, I think that that's because when you look at freshmen first semester, they're really freshmen. And then when you challenge them second semester and you're like, you're, you're no longer freshmen, you know, you've been through it academically, socially, and athletically that I'm not, I'm not going to coach you like a freshman anymore. And they really took that and ran with it. Um, we also struggled a little bit on the leadership uh, side. I had seniors that really wanted to, you know, carry that torch and, and, and be that representative for the team. But um, it takes, uh, I didn't have enough time with them. Cause I, like I said, it was only my second year. I didn't have a lot of time with them to fully develop them into what it really does mean to be a leader. And, 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 and it was, you know, they tried their best and we were really grateful for that. Um, but it's, it's crazy how we see it already in the freshmen for what they're going to be able to do as far as leadership wise going even into next year when they're only sophomores. Yeah. Well, it shows that your team is like, it's just growing and you're doing a great work that like, it's only going to go up from here, you know, cause like it was already good and it's going to keep getting better. Cause especially because of your dedication. <laughs> Thank you. I hope so. No, it will for sure. I played at a small, a small junior college and yeah, like you just for volleyball and you see that, you know, like that yeah. hard work dedication, it pays off. It pays off. Yes, it does. It does. That's so cool. Thank you for sharing that information with us. What's one one of your most memorable travel experiences? Travel experiences in, you know, non-basketball related, I take it? Yeah, it could be basketball related or normal life related, you know? Awesome. So um, back uh, when I mentioned how I was working as a high school coach, it was at a boarding school and I had the opportunity to do a service trip with, with a bunch of students from the school and and the boarding school was really awesome. It was students from all over the world. So we took, we took about 10 to 15 students to Kayenta, Arizona, uh, which is a Navajo reservation. Oh, wow. And it was, it was really, it was really awesome. And, um, they were working with younger students, like elementary school age. Uh, they were working with them throughout the day and the students stayed with host families. So they were fully emerged into like, you know, what it's like to live a daily life um, in a, on a Navajo reservation. And, you know, we, we stayed in Hogan's, which are houses built out of dirt. Wow. We helped build Hogan's and um, we were just like really a part of the community. We did a 10 mile hike on Black Mesa, which was just incredible. It's a place that you have to be invited to by, um, you know, somebody from that community. Um, you can't just, you know, wander yourself there and do it. And, um, you know, we saw, uh, great sites, but it was just, it was the experience with the community that was, um, so rewarding and just to put yourself in 
somebody else's shoes and lifestyle that you probably would never think that, you know, to ever do that. It was, uh, it was great. It was for about a month too. It was really awesome. Wow. Yeah. Oh, traveling gives you the coolest experiences and it sounds like you got to do a lot of service on those trips too. So that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. It was great. Oh, I love that. Has your um, college team been able to go yet? When I took over the program, there was already a, a trip planned for Florida. Um, so we, we did do that last year. Fun. Um, it was, it, unfortunately it's like winter and you're like, Oh, awesome. Let's go to Florida, you know? And, um, <laughs> uh, but it rained the entire time. Oh, so. no. <laughs> yeah. You're like, so, so much for that. <laughs> yeah. But, um, I have learned very quickly. Uh, a great thing about FDU is, uh, is the diversity of this school. Um, as in, uh, diversity financially, um, educational, and their overall background story. And I learned that very quick. And even to take a trip to Florida with some of the girls on my team, a lot of them had never been on a flight and a lot of them have, don't, didn't even have their license. And it was a lot of like handholding, which people like are, you know, they get frustrated or, you know, I don't, I don't have time for this. How do you not have all this stuff? And it's just like, you know what? we are the ones that are giving them experiences for the first time in their lives. And, and I, I want to give them ex those experiences that they won't get on a regular basis. But um, being at division three, uh, as far as like funding, it, it comes a lot of out of fundraising. So I'm looking to do a tour, a, a, a tournament, like a trip every, every four years so that they go once a year, but we'll do some local stuff to give them experiences as well. But other than that, yeah, about like once every four year, we'll, four years, we'll look to do a, a trip. Like a foreign tour? I don't know if it would. I don't know if right away it'll be foreign just because if I have girls on my team that don't even have a license, when now, now you're dealing with a passport, I'm going to be super prepared <gasps> yeah. for that. So, That's so true. <laughs> that would be I know. But um, it, I would look to, I would love to in the, in the future to get to that level. Um, but right now, even just, even just taking the team to, um, one world trade and, and out to a nice dinner in Manhattan was such an experience for them. And that's only wow. an hour away. So I'm going to think a little more, um, in state before I think out of state, but that would be definitely a goal to reach. <laughs> hey, I know. Well, and even going anywhere in general, you can learn so much and see so much. So yeah. I think that's awesome. Yeah, definitely. Just going from state, state to state, you know? <laughs> yes. Yeah. What about you? What about a trip for you? Ooh, I'm actually going to Hawaii and like, two weeks with my oh, family that's so exciting yeah I'm super excited it it'll be fun <laughs> yes that was actually my first trip ever on a plane and it was with my college basketball team oh no way yeah so I learned the experiences when I was a college athlete and that's kind of what I'm trying to do here but it does take a little more time it's true what, what part of uh, Hawaii are you going to um we're going to Kauai Oh, nice. Yeah, which I've never been to Kauai, so I'm excited to go to that island. That'll be nice. So. I'm sure you're going to enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, I think it sounds fun. Yes. But thank you so much for asking. Yeah, I'm excited for that. What is one thing that no one knows about you that you can share with us today? Uh, well, it is right now. Right now it is a secret, but it's only a secret for a couple more weeks. But um, <laughs> I am planning on proposing to my girlfriend, Amy, the first weekend of April. Uh, we are heading back to New Orleans, and that's where we met uh, a couple years ago. And um, we're going there with a bunch of friends and everything. And I think it's going to be a really exciting time. Um, I can't tell if she's getting the itch of like, I feel like you're planning something. I don't know what's going on, <laughs> but she's super nosy. But um, I think no matter what, either way, it'll be a surprise, and it will be great. Um, hey, you yeah. 
you've kept it quiet. That's good though. It'll be a nice surprise. I know. I know. So I, I didn't realize like, obvious, I, I mean, not obviously. I mean, some people have been down this road maybe more than once, but this is a first time for me. And when that's like your best friend and you're keeping a secret like this for so long, it's like, I want to show you everything. I want to no, it's like, I can't. <laughs> you just have to keep it a secret. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I, I am, I am super excited. Um, she's great. She's a, in her third year residency for pediatrics and she just got into her fellowship, which will be for adolescent medicine with focusing on gender medicine, which is uh, really exciting. Oh my, she sounds awesome. Wow. Oh, yeah. She's, she's, uh, she's epic. She's, she's greater than me for sure. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, I'm glad that, that you get to do that. Thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah. Yeah. First weekend of April. So just keep it on the, Oh my goodness. Until, uh, okay. We'll keep it on. <laughs> keep it on the Yes, I'm excited for you guys. That'll be so fun. Thank Especially you. Thank you. Back to New Orleans. I know. I know. It'll be a great. It'll be a great time. Um, she was there when we met. She was there for her uh, childhood friend's bachelorette party, and I was there for a wedding. And we just ran into each other, of course, on Bourbon Street. So, of course. <laughs> yes. So um, it was. It was pretty funny. Um, and then you know now we're here, and now we're really looking forward to go back. Oh my. Well, good luck with that. I'm excited for you guys' future together. That's so fun. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate yes. it. Yes, yes, for sure. If you're an athlete wanting to play for a team or university, what would your advice be? I mean, that could be a whole different podcast on that, but uh, I would have to say um, they uh, student athletes, you know, at, at, at the years of being recruited, they work so hard for that scholarship or for that offer and for that roster spot, they work so hard for it. But all that hard work that you do as an athlete to get that offer, to get that scholarship, to get that roster spot was enough just to get it. And you have to know that that's just the beginning. Yeah. And there's so much more work and time and learning lessons that happen when you step foot on campus. And I think that a lot of young, a lot of young athletes think that, you know, hey, I, I, I got it, so I'm good to go. But it's a completely, it's a completely reality, a completely different reality check once you step foot on that campus and you actually go through the work ethic that it requires and, and the time commitment and, and the responsibilities. And, and I think that to just understand that you did, you did enough to get it, now you gotta, now you gotta do even more to keep it and to, and to thrive with it. I also, I also think that you, you have to be comfortable with being a sponge, you know, don't mm -hmm. walk into any situation and think that you've been here, you've done that. I know it all. It be a sponge and, and enjoy the learning because again, it's going to be completely different. And if you're open to learning, then you're totally open to whatever role that you will get. You're, you're coachable. Um, you're, you're ready to go on to the uh, next level at the college level. If you're coming in ready to just be a sponge and absorb everything you can. Oh, no, that's, that's awesome advice. <laughs> just like being, I guess, coachable or teachable. Yeah, absolutely. Be coachable, be coachable and not just on the court, but in all aspects, because everything is a learning lesson. So, you know, you, you mess up academically, your coach is going to hear about it. They're going to talk to you. That's a coachable lesson as well. So it's um, true. Yeah. No, and that's what I love about, like, sports is you can take, like, a sports situation um, and make it into an analogy for life. Like, you learn so much about life through sports and the lessons you learn. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I 100% I agree with you. I, I could sit here. I mean, 
and go through some of the classes I took in college, like Shakespeare and what am I doing with that? But <laughs> what my college coach taught me on the court is, and it has, I could, I mean, I could sit here and say it has everything to do with what I do now, but you know, even if I wasn't coaching, you know, because like I said, a majority of why I do what I do is for the mentor aspect it is comes a lot from the coaching aspect of when you're an athlete yourself. Yes. Wow. Thank you so much for like the outlooks on that. It's, it's, I love getting insights into teams and how coaches think. So thank you for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. No problem. Well, what's one of your next adventures? Uh, Amy and I actually leave on Tuesday for San Diego. Um, Fun. Yeah. She's in a adolescent conference for work there for about four days. So I'm just tagging along for the nice weather. And um, <laughs> she will be there. My cousins live out there. So we will head to San Diego on Tuesday. Oh, fun. I was just in California and the weather was so nice. Oh, so. nice. Yes. That's yeah. good to hear. Good to hear. We can, <laughs> I mean, today was great over here in New Jersey, but um, oh, I bet. California is different. <laughs> Thank you so much for letting us talk to you today and being a part of our podcast and letting us get a glimpse into your wonderful team. You know, it was great talking to you. It was really great talking to you. And I appreciate you having me on this podcast. Getting my story out there is always super exciting. So much appreciated. Thank you. Yes. And we're looking forward to like seeing your next season and just seeing where your team goes. Like you're a great coach and I'm excited to see where your team goes. Thank you. Thank you. We're only hoping to get better every year. So appreciate yes. it. And it will. Well, thank you so much. Thanks for listening to the 35,000 Feet Podcast, where we chat with interesting people doing interesting things in interesting places. Do you have a story that you want to share? Visit www.acanela.com slash podcast to share your story and be featured on our next episode of 35,000 Feet.